Christmas, but I still want y'all to hear it. How about that? Yeah. Part two, Carrie Wilcox, encouragement. Yeah. Y'all didn't get to hear this last Christmas, so I'm gonna let you hear it now. How about that? edition of Crypto Crisis Podcast, part two, Brother Kerry Wilcox. Most times as Christians, our afflictions lead us to our assignments to glorify God. Hope you guys, uh, hope you guys and, and ladies and gentlemen have doing, uh, are doing very well. Uh, I, I guess... I guess uh <laughs> I guess I guess I, I guess I had to play that. I guess I had to play that around Christmas time. But I just wanted to give y'all a little taste right now. Um uh, we're going straight in. We're going straight in. Uh you know, again, um love you guys. <laughs> I'm discombobulated. I love you guys, man. Uh and shout out to everybody, man. Shout out for, to your families, man. Uh, man, God is opening a lot of doors. Um, you know, genuine. My brother Jason Williams, man, on the on Cofield. Uh, you know what? This is for the men. This is for the men. Um, not it could, it could be for the women too. Now that I'm thinking about it, shoot. You know, you look up. You know, something wrong with your car. You know what I'm talking about? Something wrong with your car, and you got you got to get up under the hood. You got to look up under the hood. You know what I'm saying? Pop the hood. Say, go, say, say pop the hood. You know, more shade tree mechanics. Got to be careful. They'll get you. Pop the hood. Go on, pop. Say, say, uh, I'll crank it a couple times. You say, pop the hood and let me look at the. So you pop the hood. And you got to look. You got to look and see what's up under the hood. <coughs> so my question to you, Jason, genuine, one, my brother, Send me this encouragement. He want he want us to ask. I said, "What's up under our hood, huh? What's up under our hood? Fatherhood, mm. womanhood. What's up under our hood? What do we got going on in our hood? Under our hood? Boy, he sent me that. I said, "Oh, that's good. That's good. 
right? Just think about it. Fatherhood, womanhood, manhood. Huh? What we got? Motherhood. What's up under our hood? We got some issues that need to be fixed. We need to, we need to, we need to take it to the mechanic. We need to take it to the shop. Jesus is the shop. The chapel is the shop. Go down there. Ain't no shade tree mechanics. Well, it might be, but but God of God of farm. God God is the owner of the shop. He he'll farm. Go down there and get get a word for you, right, brother Kerry Wilcox. Man, we're gonna we're gonna go back into finishing uh, an encouragement, and we'll hear from him again in the months to come as well. Um, and so we stopped off. We stopped off where. You know, man, the Lord, I remember when the field ministers, man, man, them brothers went and got a degree and learned, you know, they already knew about the Lord. But then they went and got the formal teaching and came back and began to mentor us and just walk with us uh, alongside of uh, themselves, doing time, <clears throat> encouraging us from the Bible, uh, from the word of God, teaching us, being diligent, get walking them hallways, going, stopping people from committing suicide, talking people down. I mean, I'm talking about them. They put in work, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so, and so the thing is this, right? Then, but they had their own physical uh, ailments. So, brother, I remember old brother, brother Wilcox, I remember when your leg was, you know, you was having trouble. He tough, you know, Chicago, he, Chicago, man, he tough, you know, tough. And uh, and so, but he began to have some affliction. So this this encouragement, this story comes out of that, right? Uh, and we left off where man, now he in the hospital, and it's somebody. See, it's always somebody going through something worse, y'all, huh? So while he's sitting, while he's laying up in the bed hurting, okay, bam, it's a man in in, in the bed next to him who they who they don't gave a cut, not long to live, right? And don't know Jesus. So we left off where, 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 where Brother Kerr Brother say, I was stunned and replied, you don't know Christ as Savior and Lord of your life? He rolled over to face me and said, where do I start? <laughs> In my own suffering, my question to God was the same. Lord, help me to focus and where to, and where to begin. You see, the Romans road or John's gospel we're not called for. The Holy Spirit took us to the book that begins and ends in comfort. Second Corinthians. This is where seminary training and spirit of God collided. And, and for half an hour, as Chris and I walked through the road of comfort, second Corinthians, I spoke of God's comfort in Chris' time of need as he confessed with sorrowful repentance of his sins. He confessed Jesus as his savior, the resurrection, truth, and life. All the while, he kept looking over and, and behind me as I looked over my shoulder, there stood two nurses watching through the glass, listening and praying. Then out of nowhere, in the remarkable bliss, in walks in, walks the nurse again, and she states, Okay, Mr. Wilcox, your time is up. We have another room for you. Gary <laughs> Wilcox, man, you out of control, babe. You go to crying, hollering and screaming over her. What if I'd never been obedient 
to the unction of the Holy Spirit. The nurse said, do you have any spiritual advice for Christopher? I said, things will be all right in the end, Chris. If things are not all right, then it is just not the end yet. We laughed and Chris said, when will I see you again? I replied, heaven for sure. And off I rolled. Ten days later, and I was back at B.O. And just off the bus, leaving the ER and the infirmary. And the infirmary boss and her SSIs were waving at me to come down the hallway to them. As I pushed my walker toward them, out of the second room on my left, bounded Christopher, hugging me and exclaiming, Will Cox! You never told me that Beto was heaven. (laughs) Chris, I can assure you it is not. We laughed and he said he had great news. He told me that he'd been granted a medical hardship parole to be with his family in seven days. We spent much time together in the next week and he went to be with his family. Little did I know what God would do next. Fast forward from September 2018 to July 2019, 10 months later, in the first week on the Jester 3 unit as I prepared for my third surgery. <laughs> so there I was again, minding my own business, and who do, who do I see walking briskly toward me in the hallway? Christopher, the guy who just weeks to live last year, strides to me and grabs me, albeit 60 pounds heavier, and says, isn't it great? God healed me, and here I am back in prison on a parole violation. Chris said his parole officer, the sheriff, and the DA had all known him for years and suggested he come back to prison for 18 months and get discipled so that he could be part of youth programs for kids as an example of God's restoration. He is preparing to exit from here this summer and has Jesus as his hope and a church to continue his walk with our Lord. Praise God. I just thought you might like to know One of the many ways God has blessed others and myself along his way, as most times, afflictions keep leading me to God's assignments to glorify him. Ironically, the lesson in teaching was for me as well. My physical pain was removed for that time via the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we get our healing in helping others toward theirs bringing a new prison culture of safety, forgiveness, and reconciliation through the transformational power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Carrie James Wilcox, field minister. And, and I, I know him personally. I know that's one of my spiritual mentors. Um, <laughs> thank you, uh, Brother Wilcox, uh, for uh, just sharing that with me and uh, I, I'm thank, I thank God that I have uh, the ability and the privilege to share that 
uh, throughout throughout the world because there's people all over the world listening to the podcast. And so um, let me tell you how the Lord will speak to you. And this, I was reading Brother Wilcox's uh, encouragement, his testimony, and uh, and I thought of something. And then I'll end with that. Um, so I, I had went to the Estelle unit, right, for my eyes or something. I don't remember what it was, for glasses or for something. And it was horrible. It, the cell, you know, man, the mess is out. They don't clean the cell. It, it did like doo-doo was smeared on the wall. And, you know, you know how blood on, on the mattress. You know how you, you know, y'all know how it is. In transit. Horrible. Rat, roaches running, you know, it was crazy, man. Nasty cell, man. I was mad as, I was, man, I was hot as fish grease. And then when I got there, uh, <laughs> when I got there, look, they had already fed child. Man, look, do y'all hear what I say? They had already fed child. So I'm like, hey, uh, look out, say, check it out. Uh, can I get a tray? You know what I'm saying? Oh, sorry, man. You know, I'm looking through the bean slot, you know. And man, I was like, yeah, dang. And I'm looking on the wall, the wall. You know, and somebody don't draw the big old, you know, girl with a leg spread wide open, a coochie, and, you know, y'all know I'm talking about the graffiti and all that. It was horrible, man. And I just start praying. I say, Lord, you got to help me, man. Lord, just help me through this, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm man, just help me, Lord. I, I need, you know. And watch what happened. True story, y'all. As I began to look around on the wall, I just happened to look on the side because I'm looking for them roaches. I'm trying to flick these roaches and try to not, you know, because I'm on the top bunk. So you got the locker right there and you got the shelves up there on the top bunk, right? So I'm trying to look. I don't want to put my stuff up there. You know what I'm saying? And I look. I'm looking to make sure things are clean. Try to give me some newspaper to spread, put my stuff on. You know what I'm talking about? So, uh, man, I'm looking at the graffiti. And this bunch of graffiti, Dallas, Houston, y'all know what I'm talking about. But right in the middle of all this graffiti were these, someone had wrote these three words. Don't be discouraged. That is what was written on the wall right when I was in the midst of discouragement. That's how God will get at you. And so what I will say to you right now, whoever you are, don't be discouraged. God will continue to sustain you and see you through this journey. I love you. We'll see y'all next week on Crypto Christ Podcast.
special time and a special holiday. Let us not forget the reason for the season, as they say. So by Jesus Christ, even though we know he was not born on that day, he was born. And he died for our sin, he died for all of our sin. And there was no salvation but through him. Jesus. Jesus.